Hello, med students. My name is Zach Olson, and thank you for downloading this week's episode of the EM Clerkship Podcast. Here's this week's case. Okay, this is Mr. Whitaker. He's found on the uh, street down, and passerby called in. He's ETOH, uh, admitted, uh, ETOH. Um, and he was uh, a little bit low on the blood pressure. We did start a line. Um, no medical history, no meds, no allergies, nothing really uh, in the way of complaints. Um, as a side note, this is gonna be a finger stick on me. So, um, yeah, we got uh, bumped by a car while we were on the side of the road. And uh, yeah, I have, I have a pretty good finger stick. It was an 18 gauge needle right into my middle finger. So, so I'm also your patient today. And uh, I have the uh, infectious disease uh, supervisor on the way. Yeah. You want me in one? Okay. Thank you. All right. So a needle stick. These do happen. When patients have any sort of occupational exposure, and we're going to focus on respiratory, needle sticks, mucous membrane, and broken skin exposures today, they're going to come to the emergency department. And you're not only going to have to follow the occupational exposure algorithm protocol that we're going to go through, but you're also going to have to counsel another healthcare provider, a smart person, on risks, treatments, and you're not going to be able to just BS your way through this. You're going to have to be very knowledgeable on this. Imagine that you have to counsel me on this, or in this scenario, I'm counseling Phil on this. I have personally been exposed two times, both mucous membrane exposures to the eye. Once I was in medical school, I was in the OR, the surgeon was like popping this big, nasty ovarian cyst thing, and I was wearing those glasses, and it came up under the glasses and got on like my eyelids. I didn't really say anything because the surgeon was mean, but it ended up being okay, especially knowing what I know now. But then once again in residency, laceration repair, wasn't wearing eye protection at all, splashed while irrigating. I did go through the whole process that time. It's really not that bad. For the record, if you guys ever get exposed, just tell somebody. It's the smart thing to do. It's really not a big deal. Usually everyone will just tell you about like their story when they got exposed themselves and it's a nice laugh. So let's go through this. Let's talk the two respiratory exposures that you need to know about first. Let's just get them out of the way. Usually if you are exposed to somebody's secretions, a respiratory exposure, there's nothing you can do. You might get sick, it's too bad you didn't wear a mask, and there's really two exceptions that sometimes we intervene on. So our first disease we're gonna talk about today is if a coworker was exposed to somebody with meningococcemia or meningococcal meningitis, there are three indications for giving them that preventative dose of ceftriaxone. And that is if they intubated the patient without a mask, if they performed mouth to mouth on the patient, or if they suctioned the patient without a mask. Second disease today, tuberculosis. This is the disease that we wear those fitted masks for. The CDC does not recommend prophylaxis if you get exposed, but you do need to be tested 
and you need to get a follow-up test. If either of those are positive, then you're starting treatment. The only exception to this where you do prophylax regardless of the initial TB test result is in little children or in patients that have like HIV or they're immunosuppressed that were exposed. That's when the benefits of prophylaxis outweigh the risks according to the CDC. Those are the two respiratory exposures that you might need to know something about. But now let's move to the core of our episode. The big prophylaxis categories that you see are the needle sticks, broken skin exposures, and mucous membrane exposures to fluids. And there are three diseases that you are worried about with these. Hepatitis B, hepatitis C, and HIV. So let's go through each of these. Our third disease to know today is hepatitis B. Assuming that the source is positive and your coworker wasn't immunized for hepatitis B, which most of us are, it's between a 1 and 30% chance of contracting hepatitis B, depending on if the source is positive for that hepatitis E antigen that you've learned about, much less than that for mucous membrane and broken skin exposures, 1% to 30%. So what you do, you irrigate excessively, you test the source for hepatitis B, and most of us are immunized, but you don't know if that immunization was successful in a lot of cases. So you also test your coworker's anti-hep B surface antibody level to confirm that they were a good responder to the vaccine, as we call it. If the source is positive and your coworker's hepatitis B antibody level is low, then you start prophylaxis with the hep B vaccine and hep B immune globulin. That's hepatitis B. The fourth disease we need to know about today is hepatitis C. Again, transmitted by needle stick, broken skin exposures, and mucous membrane exposures. Assuming that the source is positive for hepatitis C, it's approximately a 2% chance of developing hepatitis C after a needle stick. And just like before, much, much less with mucous membrane and broken skin exposures. So what do you do? Irrigate excessively again. Test the source patient for hepatitis C, and if positive, no prophylaxis for hep C, unfortunately, but it's only 2% or less chance that anything would happen anyways. Get some baseline liver labs, follow up with your primary care provider, no prophylaxis for hepatitis C. And then our final disease, probably the biggest one to know about, HIV. The chance of contracting HIV from a positive source patient after a needle stick is one out of 300, but that risk increases the bloodier the exposure was. So if there was visible blood on the needle, or if the needle had just come out of a bloody artery or vein, or if the object had a big bore and you know there was probably lots of blood inside that big bore. That all increases your conversion rate to probably more than one out of 300 for needle sticks. Again, mucous membrane exposures are much less, about one out of 10,000 chance, and broken skin, even less than that. What do you do? Irrigate excessively, test the source patient for HIV with a rapid HIV test, 
And if positive, you are recommending post-exposure prophylaxis for your colleague, regardless of viral load, regardless of route of exposure. But your coworker can still decline, obviously. So again, you have to counsel them. There's a one out of 300 chance of getting HIV from a needle stick, and that goes up if it gets bloodier. And it's about a one out of 10,000 or even less for mucous membrane and broken skin exposures. You do typically recommend prophylaxis right away because it's not as effective after a couple days, and it's just so successful and significantly reduces the risk of HIV transmission if you give it right away. Tell them to return if they get side effects from the medicines. You are anticipating, usually not like lethal side effects, but you are anticipating some bad GI symptoms, maybe some headaches, some fatigue. Anticipate this. Tell the patient that they have to keep taking the medicine they have to keep taking the post-exposure prophylaxis, otherwise it's not going to work well. If you don't know the HIV status of the source patient, then you're just kind of probably prophylaxing here also. It kind of depends on your risk estimate, but your risk of converting is even lower here than the 1 out of 300 and 1 out of 10,000, obviously, because there's the high odds that they didn't have HIV at all. That's what you need to know about occupational exposures. You will all have to do this at some point in your life. This is like the one case where I can guarantee you're going to have to counsel a colleague through this. Remember, if you yourself are exposed, it's okay. Just tell somebody. Send me an email with any comments or questions. And until next time, keep working hard, keep studying, and be sure to enjoy your shift.